0: Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another show after Arsenal have smashed Graham Potter in the face is what they've done unlucky yeah lovely stuff oh that could have come back to bite me a little bit double over Brighton Graham Potter lovely stuff anyway Oh, Arsenal! Finish the season, I believe, unless anything has changed. Absolutely, and everything's been changing all day, so anything is possible. I'm actually going to get out the Premier League table just to check that nothing has changed whatsoever. Um, but Arsenal, I believe, have finished in eighth position, uh, which is obviously the same as where we finished as last season. Everton finishing in tenth after losing five. I think it was 5-0 against Manchester City, who, of course, claim another title this season. Did Aguero get any goals? I wasn't watching the game. He got two. That's a nice sleeving parting gift for him. Um, Spurs, of course, beating Leicester City, which means doubly uh, a couple of things for us. It means that Arsenal are not going to be in the Conference League next season, that Spurs are going to be in the Conference League next season, um, which I'm looking at as a... I mean, Arsenal did everything they could. We won. I wanted Arsenal to win. That's what I wanted. That was the minimum I wanted from the day. Everton couldn't do the job for themselves. um, And Spurs are going to be playing in the Conference League next season, which could be a blessing in disguise for Arsenal. It could be a really big blessing in guys. and this this is what we're going to do this this is the rhetoric we're going to take guys you come here for the positives the optimism this is what you like this is what you come for it's what you subscribe for and we are going to be taking a very optimistic and positive view about arsenal having no european football next season going into this game of course we did not think we were going to be we didn't we knew we were going to be, we wasn't going to be in the europa league the UEFA uh, conference league the third tier UEFA competition whilst yes could have been good for the kids it could have been good for the kids um, yeah, we might have been able to blood them in a little bit, but we are going to be able to have the weeks off. We're going to be able to focus on the league. Hopefully, of course, we can progress into some of the cup competitions as well. I mean, obviously, not knowing we wouldn't have any European football, so we can think about that. Um, yes, I, I'm going to look at this as the most uh, positive way possible. The big loss, the big I think the biggest concern today is, of course, Chelsea did end up getting top four. I'm also going to try and put a positive spin on that, um, which is effectively for me how we know how good Leicester have been, how much they've progressed. But let's be real. Historically, club size, we should be aiming to be doing better than Leicester. That's what we need to be aiming at, is looking at Leicester and going, that's where we need to be. That's the mark. And them not getting Champions League football could help stop opening the gap between them and us, and we will hopefully be able to close that gap next season. We have to look at this as a rebuild, a reset, an absolute restart for the club going forwards. Us not having European football sucks right now. Feels absolutely crap. I get that. I wanted us to go as far as we could, finish as high as we could. We have finished as high as we could today. We won our game. We did what we could in this match. We couldn't get to seventh. We finished in eighth. Same as where we did last season. Now we need the restart. Now we need to go into next season with a a different energy about us, not having to worry about playing Thursday nights. Um, We can try and look at that as positively, positively as you like. It's going to mean that there are going to be some weeks that are going to be a bit boring. It's going to be a long wait going around to the next Arsenal game, whereas, of course, we wouldn't have had to do that knowing we would have been playing on Thursdays, of course. But there is... The thing about the fact that it could be good for our Premier League form. Our Premier League form after playing in Europe is horrific. We haven't been able to win many games in the Premier League after playing a European fixture. That The record is something like the last six games we failed to win the next one. So it's it's something we've got to look at positively. Anyway, let's get your thoughts in the chat box. Let's see how you are feeling today. i tell you what. I do love Hugh. I love him to bits, but my God, the Fraud Gang went in on me today. Um, if you are, if you did tune in, if you're joining me after that. Hell of a f- Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know those scenes where you just see someone getting shot time and time again, and you just see someone st- – he's already dead. Stop shooting. He's already dead. That was me. That was me on the stream, getting absolutely destroyed. <laughs> but I feel like I clawed myself in there a little bit back and, uh, you know, gave it back to Hugh as much as I could in a very poor situation. K. Manguna says, people should have high hopes for Pepe next season. Uh, he is a warranted player in the team. And I mean, I put the question forward. Is is Nicola Pepe Arsenal's player of the season? So, been a pretty poor one. But is, is Nicola Pepe arsenal's player of the season he has i think he might end up with the most gold contributions we'd have to look into that but really genuinely um it's it's great to see him hit a bit of form towards the end hopefully we can carry that on into next season if he can then that's great that's great let's get some more thoughts in the chat box you thinking that Saka player of the season because Saka is the big shout he did trail off towards the end but he probably would be my pick Uh, He'd probably be my pick overall. I think he carried us through certain situations this season, genuinely. Pepe is probably a close second behind him. And then Gabriel says Laszlo, which is probably my top three, Uh, definitely. Saka carried us through that first half of the season. There is obviously a lot of recency bias. People forget what he did. So there you go. Uh, Stood up in the big moments, says Ed. Uh, Getting us some big goals. Uh, He certainly did. I mean, he really stepped up in the Europa League at times. You think about the Benfica game with the cross that he put into the box. He scored against... Uh, he set up the goal away to Brighton. He scored again. Was it Spurs? I think it was that great goal against Spurs that somehow went in um, in the North London derby. That was another big one for us as well. So definitely, definitely something that we've got to be looking forward to next season. Dan says it's got to be Emile smith throw. I mean, he only played half the season. So I'm, I'm not sure that you can... Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure we can argue that Emile smith throw. Maybe he's got to be up there with a shout for the second half. Maybe he comes like... Well, to be fair, I mean, if we're putting Gabriel third, he hasn't been that great so second half the season so i think mill smith rowe probably takes third place overall in the squads you're probably looking at saka first pepe second and a mill smith rowe third but we'll definitely be covering that on the podcast tomorrow and we're joined by some guests to talk through things i'll be joined by clive as well on tuesday from the arsenal vision podcast to chat about a lot of other things as well this is not alexis if it was not for injuries maybe tierney could have been player of the season peter Golden says that pepe finishes with 16 goals and six assists, which I think is more than his contributions. I think it was 18 goals and assists last season, ending this season on 22 is definitely improvement. Um, Lacazette says, Samuel Poston says, he should definitely be in there with a shout. Maybe Lacazette could be in there, but missed some big, big chances in the first half. I think Lacazette had a bit of a period between uh, Christmas time and I'm going to say like March... Time that period was where Lacazette really came alive, I think, for us. But across the whole season, I don't think Lacazette gets in there. To be honest, there was too many big missed chances in the first half of the season for me. Philip says, "Guys, to finish below Spurs, although it was out of our hands, we better hope no European football helps us in the Prem." Personally, I don't trust the players, coaches, or owners to sort this out. You're not going to be the only one. Not going to be the only one whatsoever. Tamps says, "Utter disgrace of a season." Eighth twice. Edward says Arteta out at this stage. I think we can all agree that whilst a lot of us would probably think he probably should have gone after the VRL game, he definitely, definitely isn't uh, going to be going anywhere from the looks of things. Uh, Zamir says started, uh the season scoring three and four in those first four games. Mikel dropped him after that and killed his form. Ugh. Very, very frustrating. Ansgar says, How can Saka get in there? He has really, he's been really bad at times. Ansgar, I think that's your recency bias creeping in a little bit there. Vignesh says, Pepe was giving Basuma a tour of the Emirates at the end of the game. <laughs> he definitely was. Just that Chemical X says, Good Arsenal trial for Basuma. Bet you loved it, Tom. You have been saying it all season. I just want to see Basuma at Arsenal next season. That's all I want. That's all I want. To be honest, I didn't really get to pay attention too much to Basuma's performance because I was focused on so many other things uh, during the game. Sahil so says, Tom, today was an example of how bad Abameyang was this season. Really didn't manage to get onto any chances. And for me, I'm starting Lacazette over this guy. I, I, I'm starting Lacazette as a starting striker at the moment. I really don't get why he's being dropped so much because give him the one-year deal, starting next season bring in the players and the positions where we really need to focus in. Uh, there's an argument that if we can bring in a really creative player that, that Aubameyang could flourish again, but we just need to bring in that player. I don't know who that is. It's a really hard situation. Uh, Muzi says, am I the only one who's happy we've, we're not in the conference league? Okay, let's have it, guys. Let's be real. Let's really put your money where your mouth is this season. Are you happy or not that we are not in the conference league next season? That there's a double negative. yes. You are happy not to be in it. No, you are not happy uh, about not being in the UEFA conference. Let me know what you think. No matter what you think about Spurs, I don't care. I just want to know if you're happy about not being in it or the, the other the other option. So there you go. Um, Zemir says, I'm delighted we are out of the conference. Um, there's lots of yeses. Uh, Alex says, I'm happy. John says, happy. John G says, No. You wanted to be in it. Jack Cotter says, yes. Uh, Steve says, delighted to be playing on a Saturday. That is a big, big, big shout, to be fair, that we won't have many Sunday games. Sahil says, yes, uh, I am happy. This is Alex says not happy, but there are plenty of positives. Mike says, no, He wanted to be in it. Collar says, no. Uh, Anshul says, uh, definitely happy we're not in the Conference League. Pranjal says, yes, happy. Azraf, yes. Steven, yes. John P, yes. Temi says, so happy that we're not in the conference league. There is a lot of people. Clearly, the majority, in fact, what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to, go on to Twitter right now um, and put up a poll. So if you do want to get involved on Twitter, um, of course, we do that on the, the Goona Talk TV. That's where you need to follow us, at the Goona TV. Are you happy that we are not in the UEFA conference league? Question, let's put the poll out. Are you happy? Yes. And no, it's as simple as that. I'll leave that up for about an hour, maybe. No, I'll leave that for a day. Let's go for a day, and then we can talk about it on the podcast. So there we go. The poll is up. Make sure you go and vote on the social media uh, and get your votes in. Uh, Nia, I'm really sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna struggle. I'm just gonna call you a Nii. Um it Says greetings, Top. Glad we didn't make your open uh, Conference League. Basuma was class as always today, and we should snap him up ASAP Nigi Lola that's my best effort I'm really sorry if I pronounced it wrong tell me phonetically how I should be saying your name but that's the best shot I've got it I really do apologise JD says not being in Europe gives Arteta more time on training uh, on the training pitch to implement his tactics as for chances for the youngsters they should be playing against better level than the conference boys and girls we're going to be going for the league next season no midweek football mate we got a shot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're going to be looking at this as happy as feasibly possible the biggest uh the biggest possible situation the, the biggest possible kind of issue that we've got i suppose is the fact that spurs have a chance of winning it they have a real good chance but we know that they are spursy they do like messing things up they do like bottling they have gotta go through a hell of a lot of games to win it against some very interesting teams and una emery's Villarreal should they lose against Manchester United could also be in that competition. It's not going to be plain sailing, and I look forward to watching them absolutely bottle it. So, fingers crossed that happens. Uh, Rahman says, Hi, Tom. Would you rather see, or would you start rather, Pepe or Martinelli to Saka and Lauba Lauba? (laughs) next season? Um, I don't think you're going to see necessarily be Saka and Laka next season. I think that you may see a signing come in that starts in the front three. But for me, Pepe has to play as much as possible. But I think that Pepe is probably going to make that position on the right-hand side maybe his own, uh, the way that he is playing towards the end of the season. Saka, I think, does kind of suit the left-hand side, the way he is a good crosser of the ball. Yes, he's good when he cuts inside, but I think maybe his best position, Saka, is playing on the left, crossing those balls into the box. And Pepe on the right-hand side, who would have thought it? We really thought he struggled on that right, but he is certainly, certainly coming of age in that right-hand side position. Uh, This is Alex says, this is not Alex says, I'm disappointed that we did not see players like Balogun and Aziz play today. Yes, maybe, but we had to win today, mate. The job was to win the game. Next season is the opportunity to see Balogun hopefully get some time in the Arsenal first team. Mogos says, I'm glad we didn't qualify for the conference. What a relief. Spurs came to the rescue. KMA says, sorry, but Basuma is not good enough for Arsenal. We are a top side regardless. We need more better quality players. I think that's very harsh. On the Marley and International, uh, Tim jealous is Tom, can you talk a little bit about how well we played today? Attacking fast plays forward, thinking football when we had the chance. 2 0 victory, our biggest fee, um, lethally scoring twice. Uh, it is a good thing to see Pepe scoring, of course. I think we played a lot better in the second half. I think the first half was pretty tame. Uh, it's a little bit of what we've kind of come to expect from Arsenal, but second half was much, much better. Uh, and, of course, that's where we scored our goals. There some good bits of play, some missed opportunities. Partey nearly scored a couple of shots. Nearly got a goal from Partey this season. Would have been absolutely fantastic if have seen one, especially that one that came off the bar. Would have been wonderful. The one that just went wide of the post in the first half, too. Oh, I would have given a lot to see Partey score, but unfortunately couldn't quite pull it in uh, this time around. Uh, this is an Alex says, this says, uh, let this not distract you from Willock scoring seven in seven. What are you thinking about Joe Willock, play? people? Are we keeping him? Are we selling him? What do you think? Let me know in the chat box. Keep or sell Joe Willock next season. And I'm talking, I don't want a, fee, a figure. I don't want a fee. I just want to know if you want to keep him, if you want to sell him. I don't want you saying, oh, I keep him unless we get a 30 million pound bid. You got You got one word answer. Keep or sell. It's as simple as that. What do you want to see happen to Joe Willock next season? Neptune says keep. Uh, Hinu says sell. Uh, everyone is saying sell. We're seeing a lot of sells going in the chat. We've got keep, sell, keep. There's a lot of split People in the chat books, keep, sell, keep, sell, sell, keep, keep, sell. We are lacking so many goals from midfield and this guy is scoring seven goals in seven games and we're still saying sell. This is mad. My opinion is changing rapidly on this kid. He is proving to be... A hell of a player for Newcastle. And maybe he can be that for Arsenal next season. Uh, Pusbelli, which is a weird name, says Sell. Chris Ranier says Sell. Uh, Lincoln says Dave. Good to have you in the chat, mate, says Sell. Corey says Sell. Ren says Keep. Hinu says Sell. Uh, Mogos says Sell. Matt Alexander says Keep. Uh, two points dropped, says Sell. Uh, Lee Tani Morris says uh, Keep. 100%. Javier says, "Deluded Gunas. You can go check out Deluded Gunas chat. I know that's not what you meant, but you can go check out Deluded Gunas. He's a good lad. Uh, Doom and which is another great name, says, we are asking the wrong questions. Why aren't we asking how we can get that sort of return from him? The answer is you give him freedom. You give him the ability to play in the position that he's best, and you need to have someone that's giving him the security behind so we can do that type of thing for Arsenal next season um Papa Boyle says we're going to dither this summer he reckons we're going to dither on Joe Willock uh Anshul says Willock will be key in the cup competitions next season no no I don't want to see that I don't want to see him just in the cup competitions if we keep him play him in the league get this guy in the team get him playing I'm looking forward to next season already. Uh, Richard Soward says, uh, he's not a nailed-on starter. We should sell now while his value is higher. We made a mistake by not selling Ainsley Maitland-Niles. True, but did we make a mistake by selling Emmy Martinez? That is the other argument to this situation. Is yes, arguably we should have sold Ainsley Maitland-Niles next season, but yes, we probably should have kept Emmy Martinez. And he had some really good performances as Joe Willock is having some really good performances too. So, you know, it's it's not as simple as just pointing out Mainsley because we've also seen what can happen when we sell a player and they go off to be absolutely brilliant. Uh, Isaiah says, keep him. Javier says, play Willock and Partey together. It could be a good partnership. Tulip. Says, did we break our club record of at least goals scored at home? I'm not sure if we did or not. Actually, that's a stat that I'd rather not know. <laughs> um, Mourinho, uh, Roma is going to be in the conference next season, says Sahil. Is that true? Uh, I don't know what's going on with Serie A. I know it's not finished. I think they're kicking off very soon, uh, if not already. Let's have a look at how Serie A kicking off tonight. Uh, Some games have already been played. Uh, I don't know who Roma are playing. I can't actually see anything about Roma so far. Uh, They've played 37 games. There's still a game left. Uh, They can't finish sixth. So you imagine unless Sassuolo finish above them in the final game of the season, which is possible, Roma will also be in there as well. So... You never know. Uh, Constantine says, sell for 40 million unless uh, we don't get that. And then otherwise we should keep him. Uh, uh, Mikhail says, Willock, Saka, Martinelli, Millsmith Rowe, Balogun, future of the club, true ballers. Alex McCarthy says, keep Willock. However, Arteta doesn't let his players play with freedom. So how is he going to continue his form? Lee Hunt says, still over 50 games in a season. He's homegrown. Keep him. He will be used frequently, especially with the loans going back and ours leaving. Vignesh says, Odegaard made those defence splitting passes, which you were calling for all week. He made the first game of the season, Vignesh. (laughs) First game, I've seen it happen. Uh, Political Grime says, best performance of the season when it don't count. Still great for the players that did perform to get a good fan send-off for the holidays uh you held your own thanks derek much appreciate i don't know what you're talking about son uh arsenic says five wins in a row what has changed uh what has this changed i, I don't know what incessant. i don't know what it really kind of what has i think i guess the pressure the pressure not being there knowing that we're not going to be in in the europa league final and now we can just play the games maybe that's maybe that's what's gone And maybe that will affect us next season. Maybe the fact that there will not be any pressure of having the European competition means that we'll be able to play better in the league next season. There has been a quote from Joe Willock uh, that has come out. He says, uh, we'll see what happens or rather we'll see what the future holds. I'm blessed to have had the opportunity to play for this wonderful club and I'm happy it's gone so well. Of course, we'll be keeping you up to date with all of the latest Arsenal transfer uh, information. We'll be doing our 8 a.m. shows. I'll be back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. every single day, keeping you up to date with all the information as well. So make sure you tune in, subscribe, so you get that content. Samir says, we aren't under pressure. Yeah, that's the difference. <laughs> this is definitely the difference. There you go. Dave Lennon says, thoughts holding. Uh, thought holding was, again, his usual 7 out of 10 self today. It was absolutely solid. He's just a good player, Dave. Like, he's, he's decent. He's he's just decent. He's not great. He's just good. And that's what you get from well-holding. But we need great. That's the difference, Dave, is we need a great player in that position. Hopefully, fingers crossed, that might be William Saliba next season. That would be great. Um, But for me, holding is a really good backup option. uh, But he shouldn't be starting for us. Shouldn't be starting. It shouldn't be Arsenal starting right centre-back. I really like him. It's just not at the level that we need that player to be. Uh, Ian says, Sel Willock, he is ineffective against a team playing a low block, hence why he has scored so many for Newcastle. But you say that he's been very, very good in the box. Uh, and yes, true. Some of them come from really good runs. Some of them have been from counter attacks, but some of them have been from flinging the ball in the box and getting his head in on it. And we have really struggled with those aerial balls. And to me, Joe Willock is someone that could be that guy. Someone that could be the guy in the box that wins those headers and wins your games. He's won plenty of points for Newcastle in the box this season. So I'm not sure that argument has got 100% kind of agreeance to it. I really don't. Uh, Arsene Gunner says, uh, Pepe with that Robin finish tonight. Ramsey says, Finally, the summer window starts. I'm excited. Not open yet. The summer has begun, but the window is not completely open just as yet. Benji says, Where would Willock fit in if we play uh basuma or sander i don't know <laughs> fitting those guys fitting the whole squad together is going to be really tough we've got a big big overhaul coming next season or rather this summer he's got a big job on his hands and we need to see that followed through jason hua says uh Tierney and co were crying out for a strong striker to head the ball into Our strikers don't have that to offer but maybe joe willock does uh, Jabril says holding should be sold and chambers can be backup for Saliba. Uh, Nilesh says, Where does Willock even play? You can play as an eight, you can play as a 10, you can play behind the striker if you wanted to. You can even play in a wide area. Um, he's versatile, he can play in those positions. I will. Do you want a tactical breakdown on Joe Willock? Maybe that is something that we need to look at. Maybe a Joe Willock tactical breakdown. Get some Newcastle experts onto the show and they can tell you what they think he's been like. We can get some people on who think they know all about Joe Willock and we'll do a tactical breakdown on him. That might be a something we need to do. I think it's something we might need to look into. Uh, Russ Morgan says, I'm not going to cry about not being in the conference. That is certainly something that uh, is, yeah. is on the minds of a lot of people. You want tactical date breakdowns on Joe Willock? It seems in the chat box I'm seeing a lot of yeses. I'm, I'm more than happy to do a tactical breakdown on Joe Willock. That will certainly be something that we will look into. Elliot Roberts says, Basuma playing next to Partey and we will dominate the midfield next season. Partey, unlucky not to score today. Pepe, man of the match today, could have been uh, the next uh, kind of Mohamed El Elneny strike from outside the box. Uh, Adam says, I don't, think, uh, I don't think that we should play a double pivot when playing against low blocks and that's when Willock could start for us. Uh, definitely so. Gary Griffin says, Tom, the statistics speak for themselves. Our defence hasn't been the problem. We've been solid. It's been the lack of creativity and poor finishing that has cost us this season, which is, again, falls on the manager because he's improved the defence. It can't be said. Our defence has been decent, more than decent this season. I think we've got one of the best defensive records in the league. I mean, if we have a look at the league table... Arsenal goals against 39. I mean, Chelsea have a better one. Man City have a better one. And that is it. Arsenal end the season with the third best defensive record in the league, which is not something you ever thought we would say. The problem is, is how many teams have scored more than 55 goals? I'm counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, Eight. And I mean, there's also Aston Villa have also scored 55 So we are joint 10th, I think, in regards to goals scored this season, which is just nowhere near good enough. The thing is, if you get yourself further up that table, if you can end the season with the third best defensive record and you're up there in the top fours of goals scored, then you're going to be fighting for that top four. That end of the pitch is looking good. The defense is looking good, but we have been so bad, so bad in the final third with our creativity. And that falls on Arteta to turn that around, to change our fortunes. That's what we need to be looking for next season, is to bring in a bit of creativity, is to get out some of the deadwood, get out some of the players that are not finishing it for us, get in some goal scorers and see the change, see the difference. That's what we need to do for next season. That's what's important for us. Akshat says, Tom, what are your thoughts on Angelotti? Now, this is a big topic for me because, of course, there was a hell of a lot of people Really throwing the Ancelotti train at me all throughout the season, laughing at me about where Everton were, where Arsenal were. And whilst it's for me, I don't think it's <laughs> it'd certainly be a bit of a cop out for me to turn around and say, Oh, wow, look at Everton finishing 10th and all that, because Arsenal finished eighth. So I'm not going to go down that route. But what I will say from a neutral perspective, Everton finishing 10th after bringing in some serious players, after spending some serious money, after having a really good start to the season. They finished 10th, nowhere near where they need to be and where they want to be. He has now had 18 months at that club and he's still finishing 10th. Should Ancelotti be sacked? If he'd done the job that he's done there at Arsenal, would we be calling for Ancelotti to be sacked? I want to know your thoughts in the chatbots because it's an interesting topic for me whether Ancelotti should and deserves to be sacked from Everton Football Club based upon that finish because it's not good enough for them. That's not where they want. So let's let's see. Javier says some of our players miss sitters too, though. And look, when we use Emil Smith or Erdogan, we were getting better results than not having uh, or using Erzul or a ten in the second half of the season. Definitely. Um, No sleep says if we get a player that mops up in midfield, uh, it could release a lot of defensive responsibility from our more attacking players, including Partey. Uh, Cuk says top four and deep run, uh, deep runnings. All the cup competitions. Minimum, there should be no European competitions. Is what you're saying? Wow, that's a big claim, big big claim. Paul Guy says Everton relying on Dominic Calvert Lewin too much this season. Um, Antonio says, is it hypocrite? Is it a hypocrite to criticize the Super League but don't want to be in the uh, Conference League though? Sports merit. I get what you're saying. Probably. uh, There is maybe a little bit of the uh, uh, hypocrisy, that's the word I want, um, regarding that. But I think there are differences. Uh, Super League was a closed league. It was a league in which it shunned the idea of qualification. But I would also say that Arsenal is not bigger than any competition. Don't ever think it is, um, because we can't be that arrogant. Look at where we've fallen to. There is no competition bigger than us. It's as simple as that. Uh, Arsenal Granny says, so glad we have Arteta. Next season is going to be great. Fair enough, Arsenal Granny. I respect your uh, your commitment to the course. I know that a lot of people want not agree with you, but fair enough for sticking by your point. Um, Steve says, no hypocrisy, just snobbery. Lucky Pros says, team needs a world-class centre-back, world-class midfielder, and a world-class winger. This is not Alex, as is still one of the greatest ever. That is not up for debate. It's about the job that he's done at Everton. Is it good enough? Because I think that he... Arguably, if this was our, if Arteta had done that job, I think that people would be calling him for it, uh, for him to be sacked. To be honest, uh, Sanyik says thoughts on Spurs winning the Conference League next season. We don't know if they will. Spurs like to Spurs things. There's some big there's big teams in there. Roma. Uh, there's going to be Villarreal if they don't win, uh, and I hope that. Obviously, I'd rather they won against Man United, of course. But there is the opportunity for Villarreal to knock out Spurs. So that is always something that could be on. War on Info says, uh, literally the best case scenario is we got our W and we didn't deserve Europe beyond the conference. Now let's clear house and move on. Benji says, Emil and Martin need to work on their shooting this summer and so many opportunities uh, to pop a shot and they're just passing it up. Arguably, Willock bangs a few of those in. Gunaloop says, is this a blessing in disguise for Arsenal? Not finishing in the UECL spots this season. Alan Kavungu says, who is one of our TGT ambassadors. So thank you, Alan. Uh, We'd be fighting for top four if Aubameyang played half as good as he did last year. That's why I'm worried about keeping Lacazette too. We need freshening him up uh, in the striker. Maybe, we'll, maybe we will, Alan. Maybe we will get a freshen from following Balogun. Maybe next season he's going to be the guy that gives us a little bit of freshness that we've desperately needed in the competition. We've hit our 30 minute mark, guys. So thank you ever so much for everyone that's tuned in. If you are just tuning in, it's been over 700 of you, which is mad considering the absolute awful season that we have had. It's been a pleasure to bring you the games and the shows at the end of these. Uh, and we've done, th- I'm pretty sure we've not missed. If we have missed one, we've done it the next day. And I think it's only happened on a couple of occasions. We've stuck at it. It's been a horrible, horrible season. It really has um and we've tried to stick it out with the daily content every single day i'm trying to think of a day that i've missed i don't think there's been many so if you could drop a like on the video and show your appreciation for the work that's gone in, not just me but the members that have come on the regulars that have come on and the season's not done for us because we've got a podcast tomorrow night we're going to be doing the 8 a.m shows all throughout the transfer window the work doesn't stop continues on continuously throughout this Uh, We're going to try and bring you the positivity as always. We're not going to allow anyone to give you abuse in the chat box. They are blocked straight away. We don't accept it here. This is a different audience, a different environment for you all to enjoy and to have your opinions respected. Uh, And that's what we want to grow here. So thank you ever so much for tuning in throughout the whole season. Shame it finished in the way it did. It could have been very, very special had we gone into that Europa League final, but we didn't. There's some exciting things on the horizon. Premier League football to focus on really next season. Exciting transfer window, fingers crossed, that we can see some big names come in and get the business done that we want. We've got a European Championship to watch too. Don't forget that. European Championships as well. We're going to be watching some of our boys. Fingers crossed, Pakai Saka makes the England squads. We'll be watching some of the other lads as well. And we'll be keeping you up to date with all of that too. Maybe we'll do a European Championship Series. That might be quite cool. Um, But yeah, it's been a pleasure, guys, as always. I will see you tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for the Transfer Show. And of course, I'll be seeing you tomorrow at 8.30 p.m. UK time for the podcast. Shall I tell you who's going to be on? Let's quickly tell you who's going to be on the podcast tomorrow. You deserve to know. You're fantastic. And I'm going to say thank you to you. So thank you, everyone that has been watching this. Uh, thank you, everyone that has tuned in always. It's an absolute pleasure. So tomorrow for the last game of the season, I'm going to have Ola, I'm going to have Raf, and I'm going to have Mike on the show. On Tuesday, I'll be joined by Clive from the Arsenal Vision podcast. And hopefully Andrew from Arsenal's blog will be joining me a little bit later on in the week or next week or at some point. We're going to work out a pod uh, too. So plenty of content coming for you. So don't, do not go anywhere and keep yourselves tuned to the Guna Talk. I'll see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the arse.